Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey Rose, want to grab a drink? Your happiest hour of the week starts now. Sit back, relax, and enjoy because Because the the drinks drinks are on us. us. (laughs) Welcome back to Drinks on Us. I'm Riley. And I'm Rose. We are so happy you joined us for happy hour. Um, We are back in action. Second episode of 2024, right? Second? Second one. I'll tell you, it's been a week. We'll get into that. But today I am so excited, Riley, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear this guest. We've had this in the works for quite some time, and we thought it was a perfect time to bring Lauren Hubbard. Is that how you say her last name, Rye? I think it's Hubert. Hubert. Sorry, you guys. Pronunciation is not my forte, but she has so much goodness. She's a registered dietitian. We thought it was a perfect way to kick off 2024 because we are in our health era. We're in our health lifestyle. We're, we're always caring about our health, but we know you guys value that as well. So she's going to share some tips and some value and it's going to be an awesome conversation. But before she jumps on and shares all of her nuggets, Rye, what is in your cup tonight? Wait, going back, I love what you said. It's not an era, it's a lifestyle. I mean, that's our that's true. That's how we feel. It's it's so true. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for that. But tonight I'm drinking something boring, just a lime sparkling water, of course, in a wine glass with lots of ice. But I did want to mention I made a really yummy raspberry lemon mocktail for Ooh. the happy hour club this week. So you guys will have to stay tuned for that later in the week. I'm so glad. Well, I'm obviously proud of you for doing dry January, which will need an update. But I did see on our Instagram that through happy hour club, people we're wanting more mocktail recipes. So I'm glad you're holding down the fort for us. Oh yeah. Happy to. Well, what's in your cup? Tonight, I'm also boring. Um, I have a bubbly blackberry sparkling water and I threw in a blackberry fizz and threw a couple raspberries in. It's a little watered down at this point, but I'm also on the mocktail train um, because I'm fresh off the plane That is why if you're watching the YouTube version, I am in my bar, sweatshirt and sweatpants. I feel like I've been ultra casual the last two weeks. You'd think I'd start the new year off like with my cutest outfits, but this is just real life right now. Um, And this has been my uniform for 
an embarrassing amount of time as I'm packing up my life. And also we've shared this a million times on the podcast, but when you have a sweatshirt that you vibe with, I mean, it's just so hard to not put it on every freaking day of your life. No, the favorite sweatshirt is always my go-to. But wait, I wanted to hear about your day because literally like we were getting ready to film and I was like, by the way, Rose, are you off the plane? <laughs> like, have you had the longest day ever? It, it's been the longest day slash week. So I'm sure I'll unpack as the weeks come, but I'm officially in Florida. Bittersweet, a lot of emotions. Um through like just saying bye and processing different things. The good thing is, is that Ryan and I will go back into Kentucky to officially move out of our house. So that made things a little bit more bearable, but we're living down here and I'm in my new setup. I bet if I didn't say anything, you guys maybe wouldn't even notice because I think I, if you're on YouTube, if you're listening to audio only, you, you won't understand what I'm saying, but like Riley was thoroughly impressed with my setup. Um, so Ryan, my car's down here. I literally got off the plane, had to drive an hour from the airport and hustle and bustle to get ready to film this. You guys like the show must go on. Like drinks on us is bus club, another club, another club. Um, <laughs> Not the hustle and bustle. <laughs> I think I may be a little delirious just with emotion emotionally. And like I said, it's been a long day. The fact that I was in Louisville this morning while I was having coffee with my friend and now I'm here in Florida filming the podcast is, I don't think it's hit me. Maybe I'm in denial. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I feel like you're probably feeling so Delulu, but the silver lining to this super busy day is that you and Ryan get to end your long distance. You're together and that's all that matters. Honestly, it is all that matters. Um, and bless his heart, drove my car down here filled with the podcast stuff. And I got here and you guys, it was like all perfectly set up. He, him and Kate are like our side uh, tech people. <laughs> They're a little bit more involved than you would think as far as the technology side or the the setup side of things. Although you did crush your setup all by yourself because at that point, Kate was traveling like you did your full wallpaper yeah. by yourself that was so impressive yeah. <laughs> I did but you're right they're like our little tech minions yeah so they, like run around and help us it was so cool to get here and see my stuff I don't I again I don't think it's processed but I'm really happy because this is going to be a killer episode and it's fun to get in a little new groove you guys Riley told me that she likes my new setup what she's seeing from our view um so anyways that's my little spiel um, more to come on that, but we're here. We're thriving. We are starting off our week. Also, before I ask you about your weekend, you guys know Riley and I are Steeler fans, and the game was supposed to be yesterday. We film. We're filming this on Monday. As you're listening, it's now Wednesday. So stay with us on the timeline. But it got moved back, so it's literally happening right now. So I'm sure you're bummed that you're not able to watch the game live. No, it's okay. I was watching it while I was getting ready to film. And honestly, it wasn't good. Oh, it's like not. the Steelers. I really hope they've turned it around. Come on, Steelers. I know. I know. But we'll see. <laughs> you know what? We can either save this to really dive deep next week because I know we have a lot to cover and we want to get Lauren on here. But we have had some requests to update on how fantasy football played out. Oh, Okay. Um, I'll need to pull up the stats of who got first. Well, we know that Alex won. Yep. 
yep. and Kayla lost. <laughs> I forget what place I got. I got second to last, you guys, and I just need to take a second and tell you why. So I was, <laughs> I was low key. I, I think I mentioned it on here. As things progressed, Ryan unofficially resigned because it wasn't good for our marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I honestly am so proud of myself. I love my team. Although the issue with my team is that I sometimes played the wrong guys on the wrong weeks. And let me tell you the frustration that brings when your bench is going off and the people that you gave a shot wanted to sleep that week. Really, really frustrating. Let me say it. I was like losing it. However, I thought (laughs) we ended this weeks ago. I thought that whoever didn't progress to the playoffs, I thought it was over. Like we lost. Kayla had the worst record at that point. And shout out. I mean, sorry, Kayla, but I am happy that you ended up losing as well in the in the end because I you guys, I didn't log on to the app for weeks. And then I got the alert. Here's your final Rose. You're against Kayla for last place. I said, I'm sorry. What? I thought we hung up the towel. I thought my team was retired. I pulled out a win. Thank goodness. And gave Kayla the biggest blowout or what was what award superlative did she get? Worst blowout. Biggest biggest blowout (laughs) and that was for me because I finally logged in to make sure I didn't get last place so Kayla got last and I think you were middle of the pack I feel like I was middle of the pack um I'm just really glad that I didn't lose but I was I was um in the losers bracket which is never a great feeling but there's always next year always next year congratulations to ball too well um (laughs) that is Alex and she I don't know what happened over there, but she really knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. She absolutely killed it. Yeah. So that's your little fantasy update. But is there <laughs> anything else fantasy-wise that you wanted to share? Because I'm kind of dying to hear how Dry January is going after your weekend. Oh, my gosh. Dry January? Um, it's going great. Okay. I was at an engagement party for our friend Kayla, who actually, we were just talking about her. She's the loser of the fantasy football. She lost fantasy football, but she won with a fiance. Um, But anyway, so we had a surprise engagement party for her. She was so surprised. She literally walked up the stairs. We were all like waiting at the top of the stairs at her sister's house. And she goes, oh shit. It was so (laughs) funny. She's like so surprised. Um, But I was worried because I was like, I'm going to be around somebody. I thought I was going to be pressured to drink. Mm -hmm. And everyone was so supportive of dry January. I like didn't feel any um, like pressure. Like obviously our friends were like, well, if you want to drink, I'm not going to oppose it. But I was drinking. I brought a poppy to the party to like have something like you recommended poured that in a champagne glass and I was still going strong. I'm proud of myself. Wow. I'm so proud of you. I was going to say, I think people give dry January. They give more grace to the people doing dry January because it's become a thing. But if you were to do Mm -hmm. dry August, I'm not sure how supportive everyone would be. Unfortunately, don't you feel that for some weird reason? Yeah, you're right. Like every time I would say I'm doing dry January, everyone was like, oh, okay. And like backed off. But you're right. If it was another month, I feel like they would be like, no, come on. (laughs) Right. Or assume you're pregnant or something else is going on. So I'm really proud of you because social settings, it's one thing to do it at home. I'm sure some nights you would love a glass of wine, but the real challenges are when you're out and about socializing or at a restaurant. Right. I think that was probably hopefully my hardest day and I made it through. I didn't have a drink. And also now that you said it, I'm not pregnant for anyone speculating. (laughs) 
Yeah, I guess we should have cleared that up. But is Kate doing it? Kate's doing it too. Oh, that yeah. is nice too. So it's, it's nice to have like some, an accountability partner for sure. Like Absolutely. Emily, she, she, I was telling her because she was at the party. I was telling her that I'm doing dry January. She's like, oh yeah, I tried that. I already broke it like four times. And it's literally like February, one weekend. Or I mean... It was January 14th at that point or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. God bless her. I really would be so impressed if she did it. Not that she drinks all that much, but I think she loves a casual nightcap. Yeah, right. But I am proud of myself. <laughs> I'm for proud sticking of to you. my guns. I'm excited Thanks. to see your um, happy hour club this week. Yes, Sounds yummy. Yes. It was so yummy. But yeah, that's all I've got. Okay, well, I'm so proud of you, um, but I am interested. I feel like we have so many things, and it's, of course, our favorite segment, at least it used to be. Um, so what do you got in your cart this week, or what do you want to talk about? Maybe some Christmas stuff. What are you thinking? Okay, so I want to talk about a couple things. One thing that is in my cart, but I'm going to think about it, like I was telling you guys. I'm going to uh, let this marinate, but have you ever heard of the Caudalie brand, the skincare? The have purple. you used it? No, but I went through a season last year where I wanted their night rich cream or whatever the heck it's called so bad. And I, or their vitamin C, they had like two products that caught my eye and I never did end up getting it, but I've heard amazing things. Okay. Yes. I haven't heard anything but amazing things. And like, I don't need a full regimen. I have my uh, medical grade, like core products, but I feel like I need a good moisturizer, maybe a little vitamin C and I'm eyeing that brand. So I have those products in my cart. Um, if you guys have used the brand or have any favorites from the brand, please let a girl know. Maybe what I'll do is get some samples. I wonder if I can do that from like Sephora. That's a good idea. See if it's one of the samples they offer or just go to the store and maybe put a little bit of the cream on your hand and see if you like the consistency. Mm -hmm. I'd say because we're trying our best. If you have it narrowed down to two or three products, maybe start with the one you want most or that would help you the most in winter. See how mm -hmm. it does. Right. And then maybe vitamin C more so in the summer. I don't know. I'm just trying to help. No, that's great advice. What do you have on your skin right now? It is glowing. Oh my gosh. Like, thanks. Dewy. I did get an IPL before I left. Um, not that IPL would make me glowy. I actually think... I don't know if any of you guys have gotten IPL for... Anyone who doesn't know what that means, I actually don't know what the IP stands for or yeah, IP, <laughs> but it's a laser basically. And it helps with scarring. This is total side tension, but uh, my scarring gets darker before it gets lighter. So I don't think it's that. I would just assume it's my foundation. Like maybe it's, you know what it is, Rose? What is it? It's the Florida glow. Do I have a Florida glow? <laughs> just touched down and I already got it. You already got it. Yeah, you look great. Wow, thanks. I, I'm going to attest it to skin better. Yeah, those are my core products that I was telling you about. Like I have my morning and night skin better, but I feel like I need an additional like mm -hmm. little moisturizer. Do you use so, the Trio Defense? Yep. And it just maybe you need something thicker for the winter? Mm-hmm. What else do you use? Yeah. You use the um, Retin-A... Or whatever the heck it's called. I use the Alto Defense Serum in the morning. And then I use the um, overnight retinol cream at, at night. night. So good. So extensive. I was telling Ryan, I'm like, I want to stock up before I leave. 
Um, and I think God was watching over me because they were out of like two or three of the products I was going to get. And so I just got two or three and I was like, yeah, I'm not even sure how much it'll be because I'll get one or two products and it's so much money, but I'm like, it's really important to me. (laughs) No, it is. It's so important. It is. So anyway, sorry, I really went off on a tangent there, but let us know how long has it been on your mind? Like how close are we? to getting it out of the cart um it's only been on my mind for about a week or so (laughs) okay okay so you're gonna think about it for a little or are you going for it yeah well I need to do some research I'm gonna try to get some samples and I will let you guys know what I end up with but let me know what your favorites are if you use that brand um and then I did want to talk about my self-tanner because I am so pale right now that I am translucent. I literally need self-tanner so bad. But I feel like a lot of people always ask me what my favorites are. I love the Loving Tan 2-Hour Express. The dark, it's like a mousse. I just love the color. It does smell a little bit, but I feel like every tanner mm-hmm. has a, some sort of smell. And also, so my neighbor does mobile spray tans. So that's such a game changer. But she actually gave me um, one of the Dolce Glow Gradual Tanner lotion. Like you add it to your lotion. I used mm. it at the wedding I went to um, over the holidays and I absolutely loved it. So I'm going to like that too because it's amazing. Okay. I have a couple questions. First, does she use a Dolce Glow spray tan formula? Yes. Oh she my does. gosh. I want to get I'm going to try and find someone who uses that formula because I've been dying to try. So this isn't their, the product you're now using is not a equivalent to like a instant self tanner at home. This is more of a gradual. So, well, I need to look at the bottle because I put it on and I could instantly see some bronze. Okay. So it's just like a, a tanning lotion, um, but I think it probably has bronzer in it. So you kind of see it right away. Okay. So it's not a foam. It's a lotion consistency. Right. Exactly. Like I wouldn't use it as a full self tanner. Like it's just if you're wearing a dress where your legs are showing, like throwing it on right before you leave the house for a little extra glow or something. Okay. I'm so interested in trying out their even like instant foam. I think um, their packaging is to die for. I hear amazing things. How was the smell? I don't think it had a smell at all. Oh, wow. And I mixed I mixed it with my bum bum cream. Mm. So it smelled so good. Okay. Well, keep us yeah. updated on that. Because um, maybe when I run out, I may try give it a try. Didn't Kendall just get like a huge PR package from them? Yes, she did. I oh, need to go over and was, see if she left any. I was she's going to say if she left any, you've got to go uh, shopping. Wait, by the way, she definitely never listened to the episode where I said I steal things from her room because she never said anything. I so love I'm in the clear. I love that for you because there was a few times she randomly shared our reel or something and I panicked. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, did I really rat Riley out and she's going to lose this free Sephora trip? No, she's booked and busy. She doesn't have time for us over here at Drinks You know, on it's us. okay. Maybe she'll be a guest one day. Yeah, we'll have to get her on. Um, But the last thing I wanted to talk about was something that I did get for Christmas. It's kind of bougie. So I wanted to mention it. If you guys have someone in your life who maybe has everything and you want to get them something special, it's a Chanel like gel shimmer, kind of like the Patrick Ta shimmer that you like put on your shoulders. Or if you have a strapless dress, like I put it on my chest for the wedding. Um, 
I don't know what the price point is, but I will link it okay. if you want to treat yourself. And it's like a fun thing to open. It's Chanel and it was so fun to get it as a Christmas gift. Wait, that sounds so luxurious experience. It comes with a little brush too, to like brush it on okay. your body. So you it's said it, it's not a clear, when you say gel, that confuses me and like the consistency. What is it like? Mm, it's just, it goes on clear. It's just like a shimmer gel. Like it comes as a pump. Okay. Mm, it's that not sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe no, that, it. Did you like my? Did yeah, you like my no, visual? The weird thing is, is that really helped me understand. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was thinking about the Patrick Ta and trying to compare it. But it seems like it's a different application. I will say I used Kendall's Patrick Ta shimmer in Vegas, and I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I love this Chanel one. I don't know something about it. Okay. Love that. Just food for thought. Okay. We love the honesty here. But what's in your cart? Um, Okay. So I had a few things that I wanted to update chit chat on. First things first is that elephant in the room. If you're watching the audio, I already said I'm wearing the bar matching set. And let me just say, I'll link it. I'm sure there's not one size in stock right now, but maybe you guys can click the link and sign up for the restock because... I'm just saying you will wear the shit out of either piece. I actually got the matching sweats as well. And I just think it is the best. Also, I was talking to Crystal and, well, I said Anne so weird there. (laughs) But she said, you know, sometimes Bridget teases things on her Instagram before it ever even hits the bar. Mm -hmm. So she said she saw something about her launching Sherpa bar stuff. I missed. I saw that. I missed it. Can you explain? Because she was not doing a good job explaining it. (laughs) Crystal, (laughs) I saw it too. So it was basically at a photo shoot and Bridget's caption was like, someone needs to take my phone away from me. So I don't think she was supposed to share it, but it was literal Sherpa hoodies, like the bar hoodies, but full Sherpa material. And there was one design. It was a color I've never seen before. It was that gray Heather, Heather gray one that you're wearing right now. And the bar, instead of it being white, it was like a baby pink. Quit it. It was was gorgeous. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I, yeah, I need like my, one of our life goals at drinks on us needs to be getting on the PR list of the bar, even though it's just her best friends, but you know, shoot for the stars. Well, we are Pittsburgh girlies, so we can kind of relate to Bridget. You know, you're right. And we're number one supporters, clearly. Yes. (laughs) So anyways, I highly recommend. I know Riley and I talk about the brand all the freaking time. Um, And then before I share a couple just little things that I've been loving that I've talked about in the past, I wanted to chat about our update and your update on the deodorant saga. Oh, okay. Let's chat. Okay. So for those of you who maybe missed the episode where we talked about this before, I was telling Riley about how it's a hard battle of clean deodorant because you feel like it maybe doesn't work. And we were kind of asking you guys for different clean deodorant recommendations. And I had just bought from one influencer that I love a cheaper clean spray deodorant on Amazon. It was fine. I don't think it was all that fabulous. It wasn't awful, but I also feel that because I was not consistent, always using clean that I could be in my head, but I'm leading myself to believe that if I go back and use like 
whatever, the bad brands, Secret or the men's brands that I smell worse if I'm sweating because it's detoxing some of that uckiness out. So maybe that led into maybe me not loving this other deodorant. Does that make sense? No, that makes so much sense. They say that the more you use the clean deodorant, the less that you actually need it because your body is like detox of all of the chemicals or whatever are in other deodorants. Okay. So yes, that's exactly what I feel like is happening. And I'm trying to just be less reliant on deodorant in general. And I know Riley feels the same way. And as I ran out, I decided to get Primarily Pure, which is the brand you got. And I just got it. Maybe this is my fifth day using it. And I was like, oh my goodness, Riley and I have not talked about our update, how it's going, how you're liking it. So I wanted to hear. Okay. Well, what scent did you get? I got... I could not decide for the life of me, the sense, nothing was really jumping out at me. To be honest, I don't even know. It was maybe something with eucalyptus or bergamot. Is it black? No, it's white. Okay. Cause I got the charcoal and eucalyptus one. I didn't necessarily love the scent. Me, th- me and either. And I actually, I like, I used it for a good while and it, w- I was running low. So I got a different scent when I needed the restock. I got the vanilla citrus Ooh. and I like it better than the other one, but I still don't like, I think I need to play around and find my scent, but I do like the brand. Okay. And you're liking, do you feel like it works? Yeah. I feel like I have to apply it, you know, like multiple times throughout the day. Yeah. Um, but I feel better about using it. Okay, good. I I liked the way it applied. I mean, I feel like I'm too Mm -hmm. early in to say if I maybe love the results. But again, I'm trying to just be less reliant on deodorant. Not not like I'm going to go around stinking. I just hope my body can be less Mm -hmm. reliant. And if Riley and I are using deodorant, then we're using a clean one. But um, yeah, the all tag or write in the the comments the brand or the flavor. What the scent? (laughs) The scent I got. I. I don't love it either, which is really sad. I'm just wondering if it's because it's natural that none of the scents are going to be overwhelmingly amazing. Yeah, I feel like we're not going to be obsessed with any of the scents just because it's so natural. But we'd rather be healthy and thriving than liking the scent, I guess. I wish they just had like a very plain, like I don't want it to overpower my perfume. I just want it to do its job. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, you'll have to link the scent you got. Yeah, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. Just felt like that was a long overdue little update. It was, you're right. And then the last thing I wanted to share was kind of on my health, hair, hair health journey. I knew I would share before around Christmas that I was interested in just kind of taking care of my hair, maybe getting into a good oil or mask. So I'm using the rest the rest of the mask I already have, but then I'm probably going to lean into asking for some recommendations. I know the way one is uh, people are loving. Um, there was one that you recommended that I almost bought, but I was trying to be good and only get one product at a time. I did buy the Oribe shampoo and conditioner. So Yay. I'll link that because it's, I'm a huge Oribe girl. I think you guys, if you're weekly listeners, you know that by now, but very luxury experience. It's just like a nice brand. You feel fancy using it. I'm not sure I can give a full review yet just because I don't wash my hair an abundant amount of times where I've gotten a ton of use out of it. Um, But so far, so good. And then I got the JVN hair scalp oil. 
after buying the wrong one. <laughs> I accidentally bought the wrong one. I'm like, right, I don't think I'm supposed to put this in my scalp. I don't think this is what you, uh, I don't think I bought the one you linked. So I went and s- returned it and I love it so far. I just need to be better about, I go to shower and it's hair wash and I'm like, dang it, I got to sit here and I don't think I, I wait long enough. So I do really like it. Brand is, um, seems very quality. So I had to say shout out to you for that wreck. Yay. Yeah. I love it too. The worst is when you're literally about to get in the shower and you forgot to do it. That's the only thing. It has to like sit for a while. I know. So I was thinking if I can get into a good routine, um, like I had mentioned this before, maybe wearing my hair slick back and letting it really soak Mm -hmm. even for the day and then showering that night. Um, so let you guys know how that progresses, but I feel like hair health is very in right now. So if you guys are Mm -hmm. in the market to wanting to try it, I'll link that shampoo, conditioner and oil, but that's really it for me. Yay. Well, should we go get our guest? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's do it. Today, we are sitting down with registered dietitian, entrepreneur, and mama-to-be, Lauren Hubert. Hi, Lauren. It's so great to have you. Thank you, ladies. I am so pumped to be here. The energy is 10 out of 10. It's great. (laughs) Oh, we love to hear that. Um, I think our listeners are going to gain so much value from you. And I know Riley and I are also so excited to hear from you and hear all your tips and knowledge. I feel like it's a perfect time for you to come on, especially with the new year. Our followers really value um, health and all things in that category. So seems like a perfect guest. So I can't wait to get into it. But before we get into it, of course, I have to ask what is in your cup tonight? Today, what is in my cup is not the funnest Starbucks order, but we're here for it. She is two shots of espresso with extra ice. I'm a big extra ice girl. Um, People either love ice or hate ice. I want like double the ice. Um, And then I have a splash of soy milk. Usually I do a little sugar-free vanilla, but today I was super basic because it's like late day. Um, But that's in my cup today. I love it. I'm such an uh, extra ice girl too. What about you, Rai? I'm an extra ice girl. And I have to say, Lauren, anytime you come up on my TikTok for you page with your little Starbucks hacks, I'm like saving every single one, going and ordering them. So you guys will have to follow along on TikTok. I absolutely love Starbucks, but it's been actually so sad. My first trimester of pregnancy, I don't think people, well, some people who like really follow me probably noticed, but I didn't go to Starbucks as much because like I'm like, I was like a two coffee a day kind of girl. Oh my gosh. The first trimester, I couldn't even stomach coffee, but we are finally back on our Starbucks grind, guys. Oh my gosh. Thank goodness. Yes. I can't imagine having like an aversion to coffee when 
pregnancy it's comes so into wild. my life. Like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. That's happened to some of my friends. And I'm like, how, how do you function? Yeah. Well, it was funny. The, when I first found out I was pregnant, I totally just didn't want coffee, but I feel like at the same time I was having caffeine withdrawals. So I was having all these like horrible pregnancy symptoms, but then it was like double the intensity. Cause I think I was having these like insane caffeine headaches, but now it's literally wild. I could not have coffee and be completely fine when honestly, wow. I think before being pregnant, I probably was a little <laughs> too addicted to caffeine a little bit. Um, so now it's, it's more moderation, put it that way. Well, I'm so glad you're feeling better. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. No second trimester is so much better. I was going to say, are you in your second trimester? Cause that's what rumor has it. That's where it's at. That is where it's at (laughs) so far. It's my first. So I'm not sure what the third will bring, but so far the second is good. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. We'll keep that in our back pocket, right? Yes, for sure. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, So Rose and I have kind of curated some questions that we think will be great conversation starters. So we're just going to go ahead and get started here. Question number one is, what piece of advice would you give to someone who is heading into 2024 with health goals and minimal experience? Wow. Minimal experience. So probably, hopefully not have not fad dieted before, hasn't done all like the BS that's out there. Cause obviously that's very popular in social media, but if you are trying to improve your health and you have no idea where to start, I am actually a big believer in starting really small and starting realistic and literally just look at what you're already doing right now. So if you are already eating consistent meals, well, that's great. If you're not eating consistent meals, maybe the goal is just to have three solid meals per day and take that time for yourself. Like that is something so simple, but also so tangible and realistic and so easy for you to start to make progress on. Um, It could also be looking at already what you're eating. So say that you are eating consistent meals every day, but maybe you're not always eating protein every meal. The easiest place I would say to start is, okay, let's focus on every meal getting in protein and building up that consistency. So being able to look at how you're eating right now and looking at your habits is just such a beautiful simple place to start that I think a lot of people miss out on when they are starting a fitness routine or trying to be healthier. And the last piece of advice I'd also give is with starting small, realize that some of the biggest changes you can make that have massive change on your life and your health and what your body also might look like aren't crazy things that you might see on social media. It could be as simple as adding an extra veggie to your plate during the day. So you're getting a little bit more color versus some of your meals are literally bland AF and (laughs) there needs to be like the rainbow incorporated in your day. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be something just so simple. The simple things will take you so far when it comes to nutrition. That is such good advice. Oh my gosh. I feel like starting small is so attainable Mm -hmm. and it's not like this huge hump that you have to get over. It's so like, like I can do this. I feel like that's a great feeling to have. Yeah. And it makes you also get confident too. Like nothing's worse when you set a goal for yourself. You don't hit that mark. You can't do that goal that you set out for. And then if anything, you just feel like an asshole about it. You feel like I set this expectation. I'm right here. And you know, it's like you failed before you even began. So the the way that you build confidence in all aspects of life, but especially with fitness and nutrition is setting realistic and achievable goals for yourself and knocking them out of the ballpark. 
I love that. I absolutely I feel love like that. We talk about so much on here the power of like habit stacking and starting small instead of saying you want to do 10 different things in your health or in your morning routine or whatever the case may be. Because something as simple as I'm sure you guys have heard the story of the guy who was like, I'm just going to go to the gym every day or five days a week for five minutes. And it, I don't care. Mm. Like it sounds silly, but it's just getting that routine of doesn't matter. You can go for five minutes and then obviously it grows from there. So I love that piece of advice because it sometimes feels overwhelming and you don't know where to start and you want to do so many things that you just set yourself up, like you said, Lauren, to fail before you've even begun. Yeah. And no one feels good as a failure. I said this to a client today, but I'm like, don't be so like when we're so hard on ourselves, that's not going to give you the motivation to want to continue on. Like this coming from a negative place, like I hate myself. Look at all the things I'm not doing. Yeah. Maybe for a small, maybe like 1% of the population that's motivating. But if you're anything like me, like I'm a very positive person and positive reinforcement really helps me out. So having that positive reinforcement, like, Hey, I checked off the one thing that I needed to do today, or I checked off that to-do list of, of the goals and the habits that I have for myself. Like it makes you feel good. And the more you feel good, the more you're going to continue to do it as well. I totally agree with that. Great advice. (laughs) Um, So next question, how did you find your passion in this field? And were there any personal experiences that someone listening could relate to that led you to this point? Oh, yes. Talk about personal experience. So I always say I might be a dietitian, I might have fancy degrees, but I really am you. So back in college, long story short, I gained 20 pounds, literally exercising almost every single day, which is literally depressing when you think about that. (laughs) Basically, after gaining this 20 pounds, I um, went on a really horrible fad dieting journey where I was very restrictive, very, you know, cutting out foods, cutting out meals, feeling like I couldn't eat anything without burning those calories. I mean, things that I know so many women struggle with. Um, and that's really how I ended up plopping into this field of nutrition because of my own personal desire to look and feel my best. And that's really now evolved into what I talk about, which is being hot and healthy and kind of blending. Okay. You want to look a certain way? Hell yeah, girl. We can get you there and do it the healthy way though. Like there, there, there has to be some middle ground. So that's really what I try to do with, um, social media now and, and how I try to educate women. Cause you know, it's, it's also weird that how, if you guys felt the same way as me and you might get, might notice this with social media right now, but in the social media landscape, wanting to lose weight has kind of become taboo and even talking about weight and body image, like usually they can't go together. Usually it's, you know, it's either health at every size, love yourself right now, or it's like, you're so disordered. You want to lose weight. And like, there's no middle ground, but like you can want to change a part of you and it not be a negative thing. And it can be something that can enhance your life. So Anyway, that's my long story short of why I got into this space and why I'm so passionate about it. Cause I really want all women to just feel good at the end of the day. I know that that's amazing. Yeah. And I love that. I feel like having people and women like you on social media is makes breaks down that barrier for people. Like you were saying, because it feels like you, there is like those two bipolar sides of what people are expected to do or say or feel. And so I love that you're able to show that it is okay to want to improve yourself in some way. And I'm going to show you and tell you that I can relate to you, but also give you tangible steps that are going to help you achieve that. And I think not only physical changes or health health and lifestyle changes, but 
the confidence. It just oozes into every other aspect of your life. And so I think that is so relatable for our listeners, Riley. And I'm sure you can agree that I think they'll find it valuable to know that it's normal to feel like you want change and maybe don't know where to start. And we've all felt that in some different realm. Yes. So Lauren, how did you get out of your cycle? You said you were working out every day and you just felt kind of in a rut. Like what did you do to kind of, um, I guess, improve your education on, you know, how to feel good in your body? That's a really good question. Gosh, what did I do? That was so many years ago. So I, I'm always super transparent about my story. I gained 20 pounds my freshman year, but that summer I lost 30 pounds. So I actually lost more weight than what I even intended to. And that was really because I lost weight all of the ways that I actually would not encourage my clients to lose weight. I'm talking fad diets, restrictions, skipping meals, going to bed hungry, waking up hungry and just allowing myself a little handful of nuts, like things that dieting really says are normal. But when you really kind of put it all together, it's like, that's going to create some, create some issues down the line. So I ended up gaining a little bit of weight back. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'm constantly thinking about food. I don't even like the way that I look. I hate myself, but I'm at this low skinny weight, right? So what's going on? So that's where I actually realized, okay, something needs to change. And that was around the time that I actually pursued studying nutrition in college. So it was through my courses and classes. I was like, wow, wow. When I was in a sorority, I had like 200, 300 sisters in my sorority and I was in Panhellenic and stuff. So there's just a lot of women around me. And I was like, everyone's asking me for nutrition advice, but what I am doing in my life is totally out of alignment of what I would tell someone to do to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And then we have this Mm -hmm. education piece where in school, I'm actually learning about body composition and protein and health. And I'm like, wow, I'm this unhealthy, you know, try to eat as little as possible vegetarian when I need to get to the gym. I need to start lifting weights. I need to start doing the things that I'm learning are so important for our health. So it was around that time where I started to make those pivots and those changes. A lot of it was on my own. A lot of it was trial and error. Um, A lot of it took years. Um, It definitely took a lot amount of time, but Um, It was really through just allowing myself to make those changes that I really was able to make the changes and see how my body responded. Um, And I always say it's very catchy now, but it is really true. I work out less and eat more food now and have so much more freedom in my life versus me when, you know, even I I felt like I was heavier because now I actually know how to eat right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's, you know, a little bit of school, a little bit of trial and error, um, but we're here. Somehow we're here 10 years later. So it worked. That's so amazing to just kind of hear, obviously, just a glimpse into your story. This is so random, but I feel like it can segue into our next question or something Riley and I um, have been trying to focus on. And Riley, I don't know if you have kind of succeeded, but something that's so hard for me. So if you have a specific meal or a few tips is I don't have the appetite in the morning, but I know how important it is to eat in the morning. So do you have something you suggest for someone who's like trying to break down that bad habit of not having an appetite in the morning? And I want protein in that, but sometimes the thought of even a protein shake just does not appease to me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I would say if you are struggling in the morning 
sometimes women, I feel like now with social media have this big pressure to be like, I have to eat breakfast. I'm going to slow down my metabolism if we don't eat breakfast. And I actually take the stance as a dietitian with what I know through research that you don't have to eat breakfast. I would encourage most women too. I eat Mm -hmm. breakfast, but for anyone out there who like, they just genuinely are not a breakfast person, or maybe you work out in the evening. And so you get more hungry in the evening. You don't have to eat breakfast, but if you are segueing towards eating a balanced breakfast, I would also start off really small because what happens for some people, and I don't know um, if this is exactly what's going on right now, but I've had clients, especially who like struggle with like the binge restrict overeating cycle, or honestly, they just don't really know where to start and they want to improve their health where they're eating so much at night. So now it's causing them to get fuller in the morning and that cycle continues. So until we break that cycle somewhere, you're still going to keep eating more at the evening because that's when you're getting the bulk of your calories versus the morning. So if we scale back a little bit in the evening and then allocate some of those calories towards the morning, that's a really easy way to do it. Um, and how I do that with clients typically is starting off really small. So if you're going from no breakfast in the morning to, okay, how are we going to start to eat breakfast? Maybe we're having a little bit of fruit before a morning walk, something like that. Um, you mentioned like a protein shake. Maybe we're not actually having a protein shake. And my only reason for that is if you're having like 20 or 30 grams of protein and like 100, 120 calories of something, that's going to be a very small amount of calories. And yes, you're crushing your protein, which I do want at breakfast, by the way. But if that's going to get you full really quickly, because protein is so satiating and so mm-hmm. filling, maybe we're doing like half a protein shake or we're having one or two hard boiled eggs. That's like less protein. So then we're able to kind of get in a little bit more paired with it. Um, but honestly, you almost have to like train yourself to get hungry in the morning. And what I will also say is once you start to eat in the morning, you might notice by the end of the week, you're like, oh, wow, I'm actually hungry. And sometimes it can be, I know this sounds like very marketing cliche, but like sometimes you're like you're activating your hormones, you're activating your body um, by having more food. And then your body is like, oh, wow, I actually really enjoy eating in the morning like this. And so then you're going to get more hungry and you know the process continues. But I definitely say start small is my recommendation or else you will feel so uncomfortable if you're brand new to eating breakfast in the morning. That is amazing advice. And I'm definitely going to take that because it's very relatable and very helpful. So thank you. Rose, I'm the opposite. I like wake up starving. That's good. (laughs) The first thing I do every morning is head to the kitchen. (laughs) It's just, I don't know something about it. It just, I think like you just said, it's everything you just said. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that one. Okay. So speaking of protein, our next question um, is kind of around that. So last episode, we talked about how difficult it can be to hit a daily protein goal. Do you have any tips on how to add more protein to your diet? And can you explain why eating enough protein is so important? Yeah. So obviously I didn't say this, but in case you guys don't know, I am a weight loss focused, body composition focused dietitian. So I often address questions like this from like a weight loss standpoint. However, Protein is super important, regardless of if you're trying to lose weight. You need more protein as you age, as a woman. It's it's very important. And why protein is so incredibly important is because it's going to not only keep you full, but it's really important for our body composition and managing our blood sugar. So basically, when we are not getting sufficient protein, it typically leads to a diet where we're eating more calories, which can lead to weight gain, which can lead to a whole myriad of you know issues with our health. Um, but especially I know blood sugar is a very popular topic on social media and I love blood sugars getting the recognition just like cauliflower rice had the big globe. I feel like blood sugar is getting a big globe now. 
Um, justice for blood sugar, <laughs> literally. Um, so protein is important for balancing blood sugar because if you're, you know, for context, if you're just eating carbs plain, it's going to spike your blood sugar. Now, blood sugar spike isn't bad, but the the roller coaster that can happen after it is what can make it positive or negative for our health. So if you're always eating like processed candy, there's no fiber, there's no protein, there's maybe not even some healthy fats in it. What's going to happen is you're going to have this up, down, up, down constant with your blood sugar. And that's going to relate to like the high and low energy you have throughout the day. And that typically leads to more overeating. So when you're having protein, protein is going to impede that blood sugar spike. It's actually going to help you stay fuller for longer. And thus for many women, especially if you're trying to change your body composition, improve your health, it's actually going to prevent overeating. It's going to even potentially prevent some of the cravings that you're having. Um, cravings are normal, but um, you know the intensity at which they happen is definitely related to what we eat. So anyway, that's my TED Talk on protein. But to your other question on how to actually eat more protein, was that what the person was asking? Yeah. Yeah. Um, My biggest tip for eating more protein before I share another tip that I have is look at your diet and see how much you're eating now. I can't tell you how many women, I, I mentioned this at the beginning, but they might not even eat protein every meal. And that would be the first thing I'd recommend is, okay, instead of before you add a protein shake and feel like you have to have five eggs for breakfast, which is so much like, look at your, look at your lunch are you even eating a protein at lunchtime? Mm -hmm. And say you are eating protein and maybe it isn't enough for what your body needs. Say you're having like two ounces of chicken at your lunch. The easiest solution is double that shit. Go up to four (laughs) ounces and boom, you're hitting. I mean, I always say like 20 grams of protein. You're going to easily hit that 30, maybe even 40 grams of protein. It's going to be so easy to crush your protein intake for the day. But I'd say, once again, start small. Look at how you're eating now. Make sure it's every meal. Make sure it's even every snack, trying to get some protein-rich foods in there. Um, and then one of the easiest things to increase it is look at the protein foods you're already eating now and just double the portion size of it. Great advice. Yeah. It is, it can be that simple. I never even thought about just upping the quantity of the protein you're already having. I know it's not rocket science. And I say that to clients all the time, but I'm like, this is the shit that will actually transform your life. Absolutely. (laughs) It's just reassuring or refreshing to hear too, because it's nice to know it it can be that simple. Right. And I would really it should be that simple too. Um, Because I think a lot of times women, I don't know if you guys feel this pressure, but the biggest question I always get asked is like, what protein shake do you recommend? I'm like, what about like whole foods? Like, what are you already eating, girl? Like, why do we have to go buy a protein shake to get in our protein? Like, look at your meals. Like most so many women eat chicken and eggs and fish. Um, Those are the proteins that we really want to be emphasizing. That's what I was just going to ask. What's your favorite way to get in your extra protein? It sounds like those whole foods. Yeah, definitely whole foods. I'm definitely like a more whole foods first dietitian. Not that I'm against protein shakes and bars. I mean, sometimes I poke fun of them. I love like a good funny diet culture video. However, I would definitely say, um, you know, chicken, eggs, Greek yogurt, um, especially during my pregnancy, anything dairy. I'm like, bring it on girl. Like I love a little dairy (laughs) over here. Um, you know, that works for me. Uh, I said Greek yogurt, not a big cottage cheese person, but that's more personal preference. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. Great for some Mm -hmm. people. Um, and I would say things like ground Turkey steak, like like more of the whole food sources. Um, I will say I do dabble in a little plant-based protein too, for any of the vegetarians out there. Um, just, just depends on your preference, but you know, it's so personal. Every, every person has different preferences. Yeah. Yeah. Love. 
Um, kind of speaking of poking fun and, you know, the diet culture that's out there, our next question is, as a registered dietitian, what are your thoughts on powdered greens? Oh, that's a good question. My thoughts on powdered greens are this. I love something that is convenient. However, I much rather you get your greens through Whole Foods because specifically with social media, and I know this comes off really harsh, but I feel like there is just such this obsession, especially on TikTok with like, get your greens and I'm not going to name any brands here. Um, but I feel like it's become just like this marketing tactic for let's see the influencer have their greens. And for me as a dietitian, I'm like, oh, like if you really need greens in your diet, you should be getting them through food first, if possible. I mean, things can be convenient. You know, multivitamins are great. I'm pregnant, taking a prenatal every morning. Like, you know, I don't have issues with supplements, but typically the reason why we need greens is not because of the color and the green. It's actually what the, the fruits and the veggies are providing to us and something that a greens powder actually will never provide to you in the same way. But, you know, especially with these supplements, when I look at the labels, is it's not going to provide fiber. Part of why we're adding more veggies and fruits to our diet and produce is for the vitamins and minerals in it. Of course, that we're getting through like the AG1 powder or something like that. But it actually is really for the fiber as well and all the other nutrients that are in those foods. And so you're never going to replicate fruits and veggies in a pill, um, just like you can't just take a pill and that will solve all of your, like your, your nutritional problems. Um, really that whole foods first approach is important from like a scientific perspective, but yeah, you know, fiber is one of the most under eaten nutrients that we need in our diets. Um, but it is something that unfortunately a supplement like greens powder, you're not going to get it, unfortunately. That is such great insight because I feel like apps like TikTok make us think that we have to be having these powdered greens every morning. And you're so right. I mean, you could also just have whole veggies, but the convenience factor is there. So that's really good insight. Yeah. And I try not to be a hater. You know, I think there's a lot of <laughs> health professionals that are like, shame on this. This is something I don't agree with. And there's definitely things I draw the line on. I mean, I have clients who have greens powders. I have friends that use green powders. Um, I've never used a green powder before. I just haven't felt the need to buy it. Um, however, I'm, I'm more coming at this from like a realistic standpoint of like, if you're on the fence about it and you're trying to decide where to spend your money, I'd rather you just go to Whole Foods produce section versus like going to like the greens powder website <laughs> for anyone out there who's a little confused, but yeah, yeah. it's not going to cause harm per se to your body. Right. right. Okay. Got it. Okay. So last question is that we understand that there are many myths in the health and fitness industry that are widespread on social media and are simply not true. What is one myth that you commonly debunk? Gosh. Oh, the, I mean, the first one that comes to mind, and there's so many, I could write a novel on this. Definitely <laughs> bread. Oh gosh. The amount of women that are so scared to eat a slice of bread that I work with, especially when dieting, right? Like when, mm -hmm. when you think weight loss, you're like, okay, I have to completely put a bread off limits. You could fit bread into your calorie budget. And what bread are we talking about? Are we talking about a slice of white, more processed bread? Or are we talking about a slice of homemade sourdough bread or homemade whole wheat bread that packs fiber in it? Um, and we're having like a, a little slice, right? I mean, obviously people can overeat carbs, overeating bread. Yes, I've definitely done that before, especially the <laughs> bread basket on the table. Um, but I, I definitely want to say 
the vilification of bread and carbs is one of the biggest things every day. I think I'm debunking that for women because um, it's still really taboo to eat carbs in our day and age. And we need carbs, yeah. right? Oh yeah, for sure. So we have three macros in our diet, carbs, proteins, and fats, and all of them provide not just calories, but specific nutrients that our body needs. But carbs are actually really important for our health. Um, and carbs, especially the, the more intense you work out, actually, the more your body uses carbs. So when people, I mean, this is how you know a fraud on social media when they're like the vilification of any like one food group or just something such a blanket statement. It's like carbs aren't bad. I mean, even veggies are considered a freaking carb. Um, mm. But then again, now social media is saying don't eat broccoli because it's bad and don't eat spinach oh, really? because it's bad. It's crazy. The world we live in is nuts. Yeah, carbs <laughs> are great for our bodies. <laughs> I love it that. It is crazy because I even feel like I'm obsessed with sourdough. I love oh, that I can the best in, indulge in... I've been doing sourdough pizza crust and bagels and really getting behind that. And I love it because I will even say years ago, I feel like you said you just hear if you're wanting to watch your weight or make sure you're staying away from bread or sandwiches or this, that, and the other. And it just becomes something you think, oh, I need to stay away from. But I feel like in the last, I don't know, five, six years, I've really come to realize that is so untrue. And it it's so refreshing and kind of freeing to be like, oh my gosh, I can have a good, healthy sandwich if I'm getting it through, like you said, using the right proteins, the right organic veggies or quality veggies and bread. I know there's good and bad of everything, but it's kind of sad. I'm so glad we're past that because I love me some bread. <laughs> me yeah, too. I literally can't imagine my life without bread, especially sourdough, like a homemade sourdough. Nothing beats fresh, hot, homemade AF sourdough. Anyway, <laughs> yes. <not> right. <laughs> yes, I so agree. Yes. We love bread here. Um, okay, so we are going to actually pivot into our advice segment where it's called the girls' room. So it's kind of like girls' room vibe where people submit anonymous questions or advice that they're looking for. So um, we try to pick some um, submissions that are more like health and fitness focused for you, Lauren. Oh, I love so that. So question number one is, what are some tips on how to love your body as it is and find your worth rather than always wanting to be smaller? Mm. What has really helped me in my own personal journey, I'm taking off the dietitian hat for a second. Um, but obviously that infuses into everything I do. Um, what's really helped me is also realizing when I have been my lowest weight, I always necessarily wasn't my most confident. And it's really important to understand whether or not you're on a fitness journey, but I mean, we're all trying to live a life, right? <laughs> and hopefully fitness is going to be incorporated some way. It doesn't mean going to the gym 10 days, you know, 10 sessions a week and going crazy, but you know, before you begin a fitness journey, it's really important to understand that losing weight is not going to solve those confidence problems. Mm. Weight loss can enhance your confidence. Feeling amazing can enhance your confidence and have you show up differently, you know, speak different, you know, just be a different person. But losing weight, the act of just the number being different on the scale is not going to necessarily bring you happiness. It's it's who you become on that fitness journey and and all the mindset stuff too. I mean, so much of a fitness journey and being healthier is related to mindset and your energy. So yeah, I'd say, you know, if you're really struggling with that. I think rephrasing it as a from a weight loss journey to okay what how is this maybe a self love journey how how are we going to begin to love ourselves 
even if we're not at our goal weight. But I also do want to acknowledge that changing the way you look and achieving your goals can unlock a certain confidence in you. And it's okay if you feel confident in a smaller physique or a different looking body, like that is okay. But we never want to associate our absolute confidence with the, with the, it, it is only related to how we look. Cause that's a really dangerous game. And once again, at my lowest weight, I was not the most confident version of mm-hmm. myself. Um, and, and many women find that out. They lose 50, hundred pounds, you know, some crazy number. And they're still like, damn, like I'm actually not super happy. I'm not as happy as what I thought I would be, which may, I don't know if that relates to you guys at all, but yeah, yeah it's, no. it's important to love yourself. Yeah, that's amazing advice. I'm trying to think of what I would tell this girl and it kind of just piggybacking off what Lauren said. I think we kind of touched on this at the beginning, but I feel like for me personally, sticking to just choosing to take care of myself, whether that be a walk or 10 minutes of an exercise versus not working out that day or fueling myself with whole nutrient dense foods rather than going the easy way out and maybe grabbing takeout and sticking to those promises that I made for myself to just take care of my body gives me confidence because I feel like I stuck to what I told myself I was going to do. And also, I know Riley and I have dabbled in this, but just taking care of yourself doesn't always have to result to physical. Sometimes just doing it for how you feel after the workout or after you ate an amazing meal and you realize how much energy you have. So then you're a nicer wife or you have more energy to put into work. I feel like that gives me confidence and helps me love myself outside of just a physical standpoint. So that I'm not sure if that fully answered loving your body, but I know that helps me realize that it's deeper than just how I look in the mirror or on the scale, but I don't even weigh myself these days. No, a hundred percent. And I love what you said, Lauren, about, you know, being smaller or being at a goal weight, it's not going to necessarily bring you happiness. Um, like Rose and I always say buying something, we're trying to save money in 2024. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So like buying all these things, it's not going to bring happiness. Um, so just really trying to dig deep and kind of reach those goals in a healthy way. Totally agree with everything you girls said. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So next question, we actually kind of already discussed this. So I think we know your answer, Lauren, but it is, what are your thoughts on low carb diets? I have heard mixed reviews. Yes. Oh yes. Have we, have we talked about that? So, you know, my, my updated answer that goes off of what I said before is, so I, it's funny when, when people ask me my opinion on like low carb diets in the context of weight loss, I always like to say, whenever people like ask my opinion on anything related to weight loss and health, it really depends on the person. I even said this to a client this morning, some clients I work with, they thrive on a lower carb diet for other clients. They might thrive on a higher carb diet. Also your carb needs and all your nutritional needs are really dependent on you. Meaning if you're intensely working out, going to Orange Theory Fitness or F45 or CrossFit, you know, five, six, seven days a week, you're going to need more carbs versus my client who's at home and sedentary. And maybe she's just newly, newly postpartum, your energy needs go up. So that's a really bad example, but you guys get the picture. It depends on kind of what's going on. So For some clients, a um, lower carb diet might work better, but I think where it gets a little bit skewed on social media is people believe, okay, low carb is is what everyone needs to be doing. And I think because of that, it's also created this environment where a lot of women are afraid of carbs. So a lot of women are like, well, I'm afraid of carbs and they might not like acknowledge that, but then they believe they should be low carb. So then they say things like, well, low carb has only worked for me before. 
Well, they might not actually understand their calories and their eating habits. And it's not that a higher carb diet or just eating more carbs, because sometimes women think higher carb is, is not, some women may think they're eating high carb when in reality, I might look at what they're eating and I'm like, oh, you're eating carbs like two meals. And really, when you look at the context of your day, you're actually not eating that many carbs, different conversation. But anyway, um, when it comes to finding out what works for you, your, your, for weight loss, your calorie intake is going to be king and what really matters most. Um, but when you have a disordered or, or kind of messed up, complicated relationship with carbs, that can, that restriction can kind of fuel more overeating of it. If that makes sense. So it is important to understand your relationship to it. And also when we're talking about carbs. You also have to talk about the types of carbs, right? I feel like mm-hmm. no one ever talks about the types of carbs. I'm not <laughs> saying stuff your face with Oreos and, and ding dongs from the Seven Eleven store down the street. <laughs> like carbs are also sourdough bread. That's homemade. Right. Fruits, veggies, um, you know, beans that are some of the healthiest, most natural foods on the earth. So, you know, when we're talking about low carb, it's not just cut out all carbs. It's okay. Well, how much are we eating? How are we spreading them out throughout the day? What types of carbs that you're eating as well? That's really important too. And I think that's missed in the low carb conversation. It's either anti-carb or you're like being gluttonous, but it's like, what about what about fiber? That's that's the only carbs are the only food that you can get fiber through. Um, or fiber oh, wow. is only found in carbs. It's not found in proteins and fats. So, you know, carbs are good for us, but depends on how much you're having. I don't think I knew that about fiber. Oh yeah. So yeah, um, carbs are the only food that's going to pack fiber in them. Um, so, you know, things like protein and fat, so chicken and, you know, even our, our healthy oils for our heart, heart health and all of that. Um, none of that's going to pack fiber in it naturally. That is very interesting. Honestly, I don't think I could add anything to your answer. I think that was too much time. I'm sorry. No, I just mean you hit the nail on the head. It's like, it's not one size fits all. Like I love that you broke down and shared that because you do fall into the trap of watching one person on social media and then you scroll in and it's another person and they're on completely different, but you were like, how am I supposed to do both? And sometimes it's just looking in the mirror and figuring out what's best for you. And Riley, you literally shared this last week, but at the end when you were sharing about what kind of carbs and how that matters, I think um, I'm, I hope a lot of people are aware of this at this point, but just how false advertised the middle of the grocery store is and to shop oh, yeah. around your perimeters to like true whole carbs um, versus something that may be marketed as quote unquote low carb or whatever the taboo out there, it, horrible marketing and false advertisement. <laughs> but I would say a huge message that we've been sharing through this entire conversation is whole food is always a good place to focus. I always say, when did we decide something coming from the earth is so bad for us? I always say that with like a sweet potato or like a banana. Bananas are also another food I feel like a lot of women are afraid of um, when it comes to the fruit realm. Um, And it's like, when did we get to the place where like, I I say this in a lot of videos, but like putting a stick of butter in your coffee to make a keto coffee in the morning. How is that healthy? But having a banana or a half a sweet potato, gosh, half a sweet potato for lunch in your lunch. And, and that's considered bad now. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, no, it I completely crazy. agree with you. You have to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing I was going to add with that too is you'll see a lot of these, especially I feel like the low carb influencers, 
you know, I'm, everyone can talk about food, right? Um, but it is important to understand who you're getting your nutrition information from, because especially if you've been in this space for a long time, as I have, I see so many people who like are low carb influencers. They go and now they eat carbs. Some of them don't, of course, but some of them have this like massive transition where they're like, I felt like I was a fraud and this wasn't working for me and it wasn't working for my body. And so for so long, these people were like, this person knew it all, but they're just talking from their experience. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to remember that on social media, people are talking from sometimes their experience, not necessarily like science, put it that way, Um, which is fine. That's great. But it is just important when you're changing something about your life and your health off of someone's just personal experience. Like that's not a research study. Yeah. Right. We will definitely link your social accounts in our description of this episode. I think that um, you guys, Lauren, is such a knowledgeable and amazing follow. I love when your posts come up on my feed because I feel like you share in such a, a great way and relatable way. So definitely want everyone to follow. Um, but to kind of wrap up our advice segment, the last question is, I want to start taking daily supplements to maximize my health, but don't know where to start. What are some daily supplements that you would recommend? So assuming your diet is in check, girlfriend, right? Because we talked about that <laughs> like at length. I don't need to preach to the choir anymore. Assuming, <coughs> assuming your diet's in a really good place, I would suggest some of the supplements that um, are research backed are you know beneficial for a large group of people. If you're low on protein, something like a protein supplement is not a bad idea. I don't even consider that. I know it is a supplement, but you know if you're adding you know a great quality protein powder into like your oatmeal for overnight oats or into a smoothie, I mean I consider that as if like I was having a meal with chicken. Like it's it's just mm-hmm. very compatible and you know, a great source. So that's a good supplement to add in, especially if you do struggle with your protein or you're on the go, like, you know, you're traveling a lot and have a lot on your plate. Um, other supplements that can be good to add. I'm not a big multivitamin fan, unless like you're pregnant and there's a real deficiency. I mean, mostly your diet's going to solve most of that. But why I bring up multivitamins is multivitamins are really low entry and not as, uh, not as risky. The thing with supplements is there is risk with some supplements in terms of the toxicity and having too much of them. Um, But with multivitamins, you're really going to pee out the extra if you're like consuming too much of something. So we call it in the dietitian space, like you're just creating expensive urine. So multivitamin (laughs) is fine to take. Um, Omega-3s are a great supplement to take. Usually it's not going to be harmful to anyone. You can get it through food once again, but that's great. Um, Vitamin D, especially if you're in a climate that you're not getting a lot of sunlight, which is like all of the country right now, I feel like yes. with all of the cold, that could be really good, especially in winter time. Vitamin D uh-huh. relates to bone health. It also relates to weight management. Um, but of course, disclaimer: I am not necessarily your dietitian in your you know chart right now. So obviously, check with your doctor. This is not medical advice. This is you know encouragement. Um, and then I would say. Those probably would be the big ones. And then if you are trying to conceive, just because obviously I'm in my pregnancy era, Mm -hmm. I would say having um, a prenatal vitamin is really good even before you're trying to conceive if you're kind of planning something. Um, And that could could be really great. But yeah, I'd say those are probably my top top recommendations for like general population and, and just trying to be fit and healthy. That's amazing advice. Do you have a, since you're in your pregnancy era, I feel like we have some mamas or mamas to be that will listen in. Do you have a suggested brand that you feel is a quality prenatal or do you think that's specific to the person? 
Yeah. You know what? I was waiting for more people to ask me this question. I got it in my DMs too. I'm like, what am I going to say to people? Um, I will say pregnancy is one of those things now that like I'm a dietitian, but similar to like medicine and other fields, like there's so many different areas and like the, the pregnancy nutrition segment of my life has been a, a new journey that I've learned. Like I've learned the basics in school, but definitely now that I'm in the thick of it myself, I'm like researching things like crazy. Um, <coughs> I take a USP. So with supplements in general, you want to make sure it's third-party tested typically. And so I know there's like some really cool new brands. I heard Ritual was really great. I haven't tried it personally. Um, I know some colleagues and friends of mine that not just work with the company, but like I think they actually just take it. They're not affiliated with the company at all. I heard they have a pretty good prenatal. Um, However, (laughs) with prenatals, there are so many things about what's added to it and all the prenatals are different. So what I've actually done myself is whenever I look at the prenatal, and this is very detailed information for all the moms out there, but I actually look at the, the guidelines of what amount of folate or specific supplementation I need for protection now that I'm pregnant. And then I look at the supplement to make sure it matches what I need. And I never just go off of the brand because I want to make sure I'm actually getting like the amount of folic acid and, you know, all these things that you need, um, which I don't know off the top of my head because I'm not super specialized in this area. Um, But I use, I think it's like nature's made. It's one of those like in terms of pregnancy supplementation, it's not like the fanciest. It's actually, I think the most affordable one, but why I chose it. It's just a brand. I know I was using it before. I've had no issues with it. My baby girl has grown healthy. Um, but it is, I can totally understand for moms out there. It is so overwhelming. There's so much to choose from. You're like, what's healthy? What is it? I mean, with any supplement, right. But especially right. with a prenatal. So yeah, I take the boring AF nature's <laughs> main USP one, um, that is third party tested, but I'm sure there's more fancy ones out there. I'm just basic. I think that's amazing advice to kind of encourage everyone to turn the bottle around or do your research and do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And my doctor recommended it. So bye. Oh, well, that's always a great way to go too. (laughs) Ask your doctor guys. That's great advice. (laughs) Well, I think that concludes our happy hour. Thank you so much for joining us, Lauren. This is so much fun. Um, Like we mentioned, we're going to tag all of your accounts below, but um, any last words, anything else you wanted to chat about? No, thank you guys. You guys are a blast in a glass, literally. Um, wow. I, sh- I didn't even plan that, but that was really on brand. That was great. I love, <laughs> I love that. It. So good. If you guys have any questions, my DMs are always open. And I just hope you have an amazing time on your hot and healthy journey. Thank you so thank much you for so spending much. time with us. Thank you, ladies. Thank you guys so much for listening to this Girls Night podcast. We are so glad you're here. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. Um, Download if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. And as always, please feel free to share with your friends, family, anyone you think might love our podcast. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in, for doing all of those things. We appreciate and love you guys so much. I hope you guys got some value from our guest. And like I said, like we said, we will tag all of her information. Um, But I just want to toast, I think, to just health and being educated and how we can just feel our best, especially with a brand new year. Doesn't it feel like the perfect time to just really do our part in taking care of ourselves? So cheers, you girls, to health and happiness all 2024. And cheers to us, Rye, for another great episode. We'll see you guys same time, same place next week. Love you. Yay. Love you. Bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 